Welcome, Angry Faithful. Today we're talking, actually talking about something that's very important to both me and Johnny. Uh, this is back in our old job, prior service. It's called the Belfour Betty Company. Yeah, yeah, Belfour Betty. They they took over the uh, housing contracts. Um, I guess it was it was part of this whole cost containment program that the military that the government had the DOD had went with with uh, housing for officers and enlisted because the <laughs> back when I was in back when we were in it might have been towards the tail end of yours but the individual posts were responsible they had a department specifically for yeah civil engineering for yeah us. it was it was civil, yeah it was basically the same thing and <laughs> it was run like a military unit. You had to sign for everything. You had to fill out paperwork. I mean, it was just, it was a pain I, in the ass. Well, I, I, well, you didn't live in housing. I did. No, I lived in uh, the barracks. But yeah. my barracks were unlike Army where I had my own little quarter. Hmm. And uh, well, see, we, I lived in the they, barracks, both both in the barracks and on in, in post housing. Dias had like a really good... Uh, See, uh, civil engineering. If you put something in, they would actually come in that day, because they had a lot of uh, uh, weird stuff like uh, rocks in the uh, water fountain and a bunch of other stuff. But it, it was kept like I mean, these were new barracks, yeah, and they were kept really good. Yeah, but this article came to my attention about a month and a half ago. Something yeah, like that. and we we dropped the ball on that. <laughs> well, I mean, we're we're getting to it now, but. Um, and this is our first live of 2022. Yeah. So. Yeah. But. Um, oh, yeah. Balfour Beatty was responsible for the upkeep, maintenance of housing for mm. our service members and their families. And a lot of that did include, yes, the barracks. Um, in, in a lot of posts, it, did, it does include the barracks. Um, but for the most part. To include uh, Shepherd Air Force Base, Balfour Bay had the contract to take care of the housing. Um, now Shepherd's got a kind of a unique thing, excuse me, going on where they've got the Freedom Estates that are right across the street from from main base. Um, see, to me, it just sounds so foreign to say the word base instead of post. But, uh, anyways, um, so. The, 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 the website, we're going to give credit to the website here, uh, taskandpurpose.com uh, is where I first saw this article. A uh, military housing company was uh, ordered to pay $65 million in fines after years of, quote, per, uh, pervasive fraud. Um, it basically, what it boils down to is that a lot of the uh, housing that Balfour Beatty was responsible for um, Contained a lot of toxic mold, bug bug infestations, water leaks, burst pipes, um, other problems. You know, like um, electrical things of that nature. Yeah. And basically, you're we're all wear and tear and everything. Yeah, like you know, and so, um, I mean, they, they, Balfour Betty would get these complaints filed. It's like, hey, come fix this, come take care of this, do this, do that, and they would send people out. You know, maintenance people, supervisors, crews, things of that nature to come out and take a look at things. And uh, just like anything else, you you would have, like, comment cards and things like that to, um, you know, it, it, but the comment cards 
they affected things like performance bonuses. And so what a lot of these crews and a lot of these managers and supervisors were doing was they were burning or destroying the comment cards that had negative comments on them. Uh, they were going out and falsifying maintenance logs saying, yeah, this was taken care of. Well, next amount of time. What I found out about that, with how they were doing the maintenance logs, is they had two books. They had they had like physical copies and everything. They would yeah. write in. It's like, uh, yeah, I'm having problems with the plumbing. So they would go in and write it down in this book. And like th three days later, after the job was done, they would type it into the computer. And they would verify uh, they did it that day, and that's how they got their bonuses. Yeah, and let's see here, <coughs> Belfort Beta Communities operates military housing um, at 21 Air Force bases, 18 Navy bases, and 16 Army posts across the country. Um, and the article goes on to read, it says, instead of promptly repairing housing for U.S. service members as required, uh, Balfour Beatty lied about the repairs to pocket millions of dollars in performance bonuses from the government. Um, uh, see, the pervasive fraud was a consequence of Balfour Beatty's broken corporate culture, which valued profit over the welfare of service members. And when I read this, I mean, I'm like, okay, because you would see posts on that Facebook page, WTF Army Moments. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I'm just sitting there going, how is that allowed to, to happen? You know, and they would have like community hall sessions with change of command and stuff like that amongst the individual units and they would be fielding a lot of these complaints from the from the from their soldiers or their airmen or sailors and you know come you know the chain of command would take that to Balfour Beatty and they'd be like hey what's going on here and they're like oh well we took care of this a b b b b c you know yeah. but um you know it's so uh let me see here what's it say it says uh they were sentenced to pay $33.6 million in criminal fines and over $31.8 million in restitution to the U.S. military, serve three years of probation, and engage in an independent compliance monitor for a period of three years. So they're not so, – so the honor system for them, it's on hold. So they have to hire somebody as a third party to come in and verify the work and verify the books for three years. Yeah. And um, – so separately, they were, you know, they, they, they settled a False Claims Act case with the U.S. and was found liable for $35.2 million. Um, any amounts paid under the civil settlement will be credited against the $65 million owed under the company's criminal plea. So to me, that's kind of like you pay one or the other. So, I mean, they're not getting out of paying it, but... Uh, to me, it just kind of like it, it gave Balfour Beatty an out. I mean, personally, I think that they should have had the hammer dropped on him. Well, my thing was uh, the fact that the the head CEO, because he went to Congress, mm -hmm. and he lied completely. It was like, oh, it's just one area that's happening like this and everything. Yeah. Like that. And he knew they were fixing the books. Yeah. Well, there was a lot of people that said that the punishment wasn't enough. They wanted Balfour Beatty to take him completely off the contract. They wanted him taken completely off the payroll. And they wanted him banned from any future contracts. Um, one guy, there was an there's an unofficial Air Force subreddit. Christopher, uh, Christopher Williams is the head uh, 
uh, president. So if you want to blow him up for being a uh, sh- uh, shit pump, go ahead. Oh yeah, yeah. Let me let me find humble. his uh, email address. Yeah, we'll post number. it in the comments. But um, th- and 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 this was a, a comment um, on that Air Force subreddit. It says, "Quote: This is a fucking joke, right?" There is no way the DOD is going to allow a company who pled guilty to defrauding its troops all over the country to continue to do business with its troops, right? Um, and there was another one that says, quote, they still have their contract. So it's basically a slap on the wrist and a warning, do not do it again. Yeah. Um, about for Beatty may still run private housing for some bases for another four decades in 2011. Um, or another four decades. Now, in 2011, the Air Force Global Strike Command announced the company was selected to privatize military family housing for uh, Beal, or Beal, Bale? Yeah, it's Beal. F.E. Warren, Maelstrom, and Whitman, or Whiteman Air Force bases under a, under a 50-year lease. Um, at closing, the houses become property of, of Balfour Beatty, who will own and operate the rental housing development for military families, as well as finance, plan, design, and construct improvements in the development that maintain the housing units for the 50-year lease period. Um, it was program manager, uh, uh, and that was a quote from Jesse Bar- uh, Barrera, uh, who, who was the program manager for uh, Global Strike Command uh, Western Group uh, bases at the time. Um, the fines could still have an impact on the bottom line of Balfour Beatty, boo-hoo, but um, their uh, United Kingdom-based parent company, the, um, yeah, it, it, it for Balfour Beatty and their, their uh, UK-based parent company. Now, the UK paper, The Guardian, reported that the fines levied against uh, BBC are more than Balfour Beatty's entire profit before the, uh, before tax on 2020 uh, for 2020 um, that comes out to 48 million pounds or 6.4 million dollars however the company made 8.6 billion pounds or 11.4 or 11.54 billion in revenue that year um, let me see here American lawmakers and military officials have pressured Balfour Beatty communities to clean up its act for years in 2019, after Reuters and CBS reported that Balfour Beatty had falsified its Tinker Air Force Base maintenance records for years in order to appear <clears throat> responsive to resident complaints and secure its incentive fee bonuses from the Air Force, the Air Force gave the company 90 days to come up with a plan to fix those problems. And see, to me, that's where it breaks down. Like, you know, it's part of that, you know, it, it, service members deal with toxic leadership all the time now. And I think that that is a lot of what's going on. I think that Balfour Beatty kind of sort of, yeah, they, they screwed up. They screwed the pooch here. But I think that in a lot of it, some of these higher-ups, especially in the Air Force, the Army, Navy, the higher-ups on these posts and a lot of them in the DOD that had intimate knowledge of these contracts and the going or goings-ons. They should have been shit-canned too. Oh, yeah. No, at the very least. Permanent letters of reprimand in their record. I mean, and ruin their careers. Yeah, or at the very least, hamper what, their their promotion curves, because it's it's uh you know it, it it's not the first time that these allegations have been raised. No, you know they've got all kinds of red flags going on all over the place. I think that this was actually going on from like uh, as soon as it started until like 2019. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, and then, um, I mean they've used. I mean, and it's like they were picking on the Air Force. 
you know, because I mean, there's there's a lot of references to the Air Force bases in this article. Much, much to like Shepard and Tinker Air Force. Yeah, to include Shepard. Yeah. yeah. Um, in fact, the the link that I sent you initially about a month and a half, two months ago, included Shepard Air Force Base. Yeah. Um, uh, Senator Jim, I, uh, I, I, Inhofe from Oklahoma and Senator, or Senator Jack Reed from Rhode Island at the time, in response to the Reuters report, says this isn't even the second time. It's the third time, and it is completely unacceptable and disturbing. How much more should we ask military families to endure? Now, bear in mind that, you know, this was still, when that, whenever this stuff first started going on, you know, I mean, that that's, that Obama was in office. Yeah. You know, this this isn't a Trump thing. This is an Obama thing. You know, I mean, and, and yeah, while he may not be directly responsible for it, he could have at the very least stepped out and said, "Hey, look, you know, somebody could have made it, made him aware of it, and he could, and he should, and I think he missed a prime opportunity to kind of stand up and say, "Hey, you know what? This is wrong." But as you and I both know, the coward in chief at the time, kind of a pussy. Yeah, you know. So, um, which really sad is is uh, uh, it took only like one person to start this. Yeah, and and she was still cooking. Uh, she the books and she started feeling guilty and everything which uh thank you for uh finally stepping up but you had you had plenty of time because uh, she finally uh got like really 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 guilty yeah and she finally went out and told uh, the press told them it's like this is happening this is happening and she she got the ball rolling yeah and in every uh complaint uh, and any kind of uh, military stature, Navy, Marines, Air Force, Army. What's the main complaint about uh, uh, that we always living conditions? Yeah, living yeah. conditions is always like shit. Now they said this. You know, one uh, now Army and Air Force, uh, Army and Air Force families were still filing lawsuits um, two years later, yeah. and so one lawsuit alleged uh, in an instance of a squalid squalid conditions. You know. Um, such as plumbing issues, insect, rodent infestations, asbestos. Really? Asbestos? We got rid of asbestos in like 1970s. Right. Now, um, mold um, and the housing providers didn't do anything, if a little to if anything at all, about the repairs. Now, anytime you're dealing with mold or asbestos, you have to completely vacate that premises and it has to be abated. Yeah, it's almost like you have to have. Uh, well, I know, I know definitely. And you, and the, you uh, have to. And the thing, the thing about abatement is you have to have a certification to do it. Yeah, I mean, you're looking at like uh, hazmat suits, all kinds of stuff. Oh, complete hazmat because suits. It, anything that goes the, into those bags, it gets taped off, and then they haul it out yeah. somewhere to get buried. But um, one family involved in the lawsuit alleged that they developed asthma and migraines after moving into their Balfour Beatty maintained home at Shepherd Air Force Base. James Banner, the father of the family, had such intense migraines that he was eventually discharged from the military. So uh, basically, they ruined his career. They ruined his career, and they screwed his health over. So another family at Fort Bliss said that a hot water pipe ruptured in their kid's bedroom in the middle of the night and burned their kid with scalding hot water. Fucking hell. Yeah. Um, and, they're, and they're still doing the same things today that they've gotten. You know how hard it is for a hot water heater to explode like that? Well, it wasn't the hot water heater. It was the pipe. It was the plumbing. So that tells me that... They weren't keeping up with the plumbing. Yeah, they weren't keeping up with the plumbing. The plumbing had corrosion. It was it was stopped. You know, it, it just... It, 
all kinds of things are wrong with it. Yeah. Um, it says that they're still doing the same things today that they've got people in jail for. Air Force Staff Sergeant John uh, Rolchin told Task and Purpose back in June. Uh, the airman and his family have been dealing with problems in Balfour Beatty homes since 2019. Now, the issues with the work orders that they that, that were under federal investigation for, uh, it's still happening. Uh, it says nothing has changed. Um, in, in its defense, Balfour Beatty said on Thursday that it is committed to the highest standards of ethical conduct, the company wrote in a statement, which that's nothing more than PR spin. Yeah. I'm sitting here looking at a picture of the Roshan uh, f uh, First Family home, home at Lackland, which uh, is Lackland's down in San Antonio, right? Yeah, that's, uh, that's yeah. the base that we do our basic training. So it looks like this is from the bathroom because you can see um, the tub on the right-hand side of the picture. It's uh, for you. It's about halfway down the page. So, and, and, you know, it looks like a sink vanity was sitting there, and there is black mold uh, on yeah, the sheet rock. Fuck that. That's uh, disgusting. And, and, and instead of caulking being down there where the where the where the floorboards are, yeah, where the where the uh, the flooring is, you could see where they had ripped out some of that spray foam. This is fucking stupid. Um, and, and both of us coming uh, from a construction background and everything. Yeah, it's that's, that's just dude. That that's that's the kind of thing that not only gets you fired, but if somebody really wanted to, they could press charges. Yeah. Because you're you're basically endangering uh, people's lives with that stuff. Mm -hmm. I mean, and and if if say if God, thank God, nobody died, at least not to our knowledge. But like, say if if the uh, the gentleman from that that was eventually discharged because of the migraines, let's say he dies. Yeah. Okay. And they can tie that back to him, or he gets cancer and he dies. I mean, there, that's yeah. still a possibility. That's negligence. I mean, on a homicidal level. I mean, at the very least, involuntary manslaughter. Yeah. You know, I mean, I would think I'm not, you know, neither one of us are legal experts, obviously, but yeah, um, the wrongdoing that took place is completely contrary to the way that the company expects its people to behave, Balfour Beatty added. So, I mean, it's, so They're this still is, putting this is it corporate, on the other yeah, the corporate is putting it on the lackeys. You're like, oh, it's just the people doing the footwork that are screwing the pooch, but yet they're not coming down and doing anything about it. Um, the company apologizes for the actions. Oh, so it's all better now. They apologized, right? At least that's the way that the woke community wants us to believe. Um, the com company apologizes for the actions of its com of communities uh, to all its stakeholders. Say so, to them, it's that that right there. They don't. There's nothing in that that says anything about the service members of their families. It's all about the shareholders, shareholders, and. Them passing the buck off on somebody else. Nobody, I mean, that, that, that is a complete lead from the rear type mentality. Yeah. You know, um, it says uh, it's been made clear to all employees that breaches of policies, procedures, or law will not be tolerated. Well, how about you start offering compensation to some of these families in addition to what you've already been ordered to pay by a court of law? You know, really? I mean, not that throwing money at the situation is going to make it better. It's not going to make that guy's career come back. It's not going to take the migraines away from him. It's not going to do anything health-wise to repair these people's lives. But at least it's something. And in situations like this, I always, I always want to look at the command and look at their books too, see if they have any kind of uh, shares in that company. Yeah, I mean... Because if they did... Oh my God! I would tear them a fucking new one. 
Yeah. I mean, it, it's, 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 cause you, cause you know, that even happens like in Congress too. Now, um, I know that I read somewhere just kind of off topic, um, that there is a Senator, a Democrat Senator that is kind of snubbing Nancy Pelosi because Nancy Pelosi was pushing for this bill that would allow members of Congress, sitting members of Congress and in the house to be able to, uh, trade shock, uh, stocks and shares. Right, this guy's pushing. I forget his name. I'll find it later, but he's pushing. He's pushing to introduce a bill that puts a moratorium, or or forbids share stock, uh, uh, stock sharing or stock trading and things of that nature by sitting members of Congress while they are actively serving. Yeah, there was an interview. Uh, they asked uh, uh, one of the. Uh press uh press mm-hmm. one was asking uh pelosi is like should should congress even uh be able to do stocks and everything like that technically she's not doing stocks it's her husband but she's giving out information and it, it should be insider trading insider trading yeah yeah but um it says uh let me see here um david estes was the u.s attorney for the southern district of georgia uh in the doj um that's Department of Justice, for those of you who don't know. But uh, still, the scheme to which Balfour Beatty communities pleaded guilty is despicable. Um, tens of thousands of service members and their family live in Balfour communities around the country, for which the company earns not only fees from the military, but also payments of service members' basic allowances for housing. So they're getting their BAH. Yeah. So, you know, and it's like... I think that's one of the biggest things that I, 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 I vehemently disagree with privatizing things like housing. Because, what? yeah, while that may take millions of dollars off of the budget for the military that could be used for things like training and equipment, I, I think that at a certain point, you know, you still, you, you, you just still, because that BAH, I mean, it's designed for things like rent if you're living off post. That's at least the way at least it used to be. Yeah. You know, um, and if you were living in post housing, your BAH or your uh, BAQ, depending on what branch you were in, um, which is basically housing for quarters, it's, I mean, that's, that's for things, again, like rent or groceries, you know. And it, it was because basically, basically, you're uh, you're not because if you're actually actually uh, no, on wait, a base. Wait, I'm sorry, if you're living on base, you didn't get those allowances. No, you didn't. But now that they're privatized, everybody's getting that money again. So my question is, where's the money? Where, where's the savings for the military? Yeah, if you're still paying these soldiers and these families, uh, BAH or BAQ. To live in the and live in the housing that you used to operate, where's where, where's this money that you're quote unquote supposedly saving? Yeah, because well, uh, if you didn't know, and uh, for the people that uh, uh, listen to this, that uh, most of the people are uh, military people, but some of them aren't. Uh, when when you go to a post or a base. Uh, what happens is is if you're living in uh, in the housing district, 
on the base, your uh, water, you don't have to pay utilities and you don't have to pay rent. I mean, you're basically living off of what the government gives you as uh, money. And after this, you got BAH, which that's supposed to take care of those things that you ended up having. Yeah, I mean, I've lived in a varying degree of different military housing over the course of my life because, you know, like my dad was in the Navy, so I grew up as a Navy brat. So, like in Hawaii, <laughs> the houses in Pearl City, which was the, the Navy housing uh, uh, just outside of Pearl Harbor, we had cinder block walls. Now they were painted. But they were still cinder block walls, right? Yeah. Um, it, it they had framing in front of the cinder block a lot of times for like the living room, so that way you could hang pictures and shit. But you know, we didn't. And then when like, let me see here, we went from Hawaii, we went to Nevada, and these were like still like duplexes, kind of sort of a situation, like almost like single story townhouses. And you know, we had sheetrock and stuff like that. Um, you know, we had bug problems, things like scorpions and crap like that out in the desert. But the housing office was really good about getting around and taking care of stuff. Um, the same thing with them, you know, when we moved to Washington State, where my dad eventually retired from the Navy. Um, we lived in a two-story house. And, you know, I, it may have been my ignorance as a kid, but I don't remember a whole lot of problems with that house that we were in. We didn't have that much problems because my dad worked for a civil engineer, and a lot of people would actually come to him. It's like, hey, I have this problem. He'd, he'd go out and do the paperwork and everything like that to help them out. Mm -hmm. So, Now, when I was married to my first wife, and uh, we moved into post-housing in Fort Campbell, Kentucky, you know, I, I was privy to a lot more of the issues, you know. Um, and I was the one going down to the housing office, signing for, like a lawnmower, weed eater, stuff like that. Yeah. You know, to do your upkeep. And they even, they, they, you know, they were even like, oh, well, you can be like a quote-unquote community leader or a community century kind of a thing. And they basically wanted you to be a like a narc and walk around and give your neighbors tickets for infractions, you know. And I'm like, they even dangled like an army accommodation medal if you wrote so many. And I was like, No. No. That's basically putting a target on yourself. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, guess what, guys? I got this neat medal. Yeah, we know. Yeah. You know, and it's just like... Um, Have you ever uh, heard about a soap and a uh, sock? <laughs> it's, it's, it's more like marbles in your gas tank. Yeah. But, um, you know, it, it... But, again, the housing office it wasn't perfect. But the problems never got so bad that we had mold in the house. Do they have a 50-year contract? Yeah. What the fuck? I mean, do, do to me, to me, that contract needs to come in front of a, a in front of a committee and it needs to be renegotiated at the very least. Not even renegotiate. They needed it uh, because uh, contracts are like that. If they're having problems like this, and uh, we already said it was the third time, yeah. uh, those contracts are null and void. Yeah, um, you know, I'm saying at the very least. Because it's the breach of contract. But, um, I mean, from 2013 to 2019, Balfour employees altered or manipulated data and property management software and destroyed or falsified resident comment cards to make it seem like they were doing a better job than they actually were. 
So to me, that's gross fraud. I mean, on a very large scale. So, yeah, those people need to be arrested. The people that are in charge, I mean, what is it? Is it is it, it's, it's, uh, gripes go up, shit rolls downhill. You need to start at the top. And you need to start going down that list of people that are in that chain of command, for lack of a better term. You know, go through the corporate hierarchy and just be like, here's what's going to happen. Either you're going to know, either you're going to voluntarily uh, uh, terminate your contract with us, or criminal charges and arrests are going to start coming down. Yeah. See, and. Um and I don't know if anybody's actually going to say this or anything like that, but a lot of a lot of times uh, on situations like this, uh, the reason why they keep them going is the, their whole train of thought is, oh, but what about our workers, the employees that we have? If we have, if we if they're there, then uh, they'll all lose their job and they'll be unemployed. Do you really want that to happen? I was like, listen, yes. And then another company comes in. If they feel that certain uh, certain people actually did their job to the extent to what they needed, then yeah, they get hired back into a, a, a newer developed company that has uh, stricter uh, safety stuff. Well, even even to that extent, instead of doing like a huge mass blanket firing, these people need to be made to understand. Okay, yeah, they're going to start doing their jobs properly because they know that they've got a microscope on them, but they they've already been attached to some of the frauds. So they'll find out who and the what's and the where's. Yeah. And then those people can be removed at that time and then you promote and you and and you for lack of a better term, reward the people that were doing their job right in the first place. Because there had to have been at least some sort of correct job you know or oh, what is the word i'm looking for here it's um I blinked out too so somebody somewhere along the lines for lack of a better term had to have been doing their job the right way yeah because otherwise these houses would be falling down yeah i mean for they, i mean pretty much they are but i mean these families they, they they've had enough no, they probably had enough way before. No, that. no, I, oh, no. I'm just saying, you know, that they they've had enough. So, you know, and and Rochelle said in June, he's like, you can't sit here and tell me you're sorry. You know, all, you you can sit here and tell me you're sorry all you want. I don't want sorry. I want you to do the job. Yeah. You know, because now he has got a kid with burns. And yeah, while they may be first and second degree, and they'll heal. You know, that's traumatic as for for a kid. Hell, that's traumatic for an adult to have a pipe bust on you in the middle of the night while you're sleeping, and you're jarred awake by scalding hot water, and you're basically burning. And burning is is one of those types of pains that it goes right straight to the nerves. Yeah, it goes to the bone, and it lasts. especially if it's water. Yeah, and it lasts. Water and water and oil is probably the world's worst. Of uh, burning, only because I mean a fire it, it it goes on top, it stays on top for until it gets down. Water, 
and oil, it's absorbed into the skin. So all that hot, it's like, uh, have you ever accidentally poured alcohol in your junk? <laughs> Sadly, yes. Yes. I mean, we've, we've done that. How, how bad did that sting? It fucking stung. Yeah. And that's because the most absorbent part of your body is your genital areas. Yeah. And just think about that. Someone pouring hot coffee uh, on your genital areas. I mean, that lady that uh, sued uh, McDonald's and... Yeah, which is why we now have caution. Contents may be hot on all of our cups. And it's not because of... Well, it, it's because of that. And it, there's like a really bad, horrible, uh, horrible story. In that, that particular, in that particular example that you just gave, it, at the root of it, it was a frivolous lawsuit because I mean, somebody hands you a hot cup of coffee, and you, you don't pour it on your crotch. Yeah, she was looking for a quick payday. No, no, it wasn't. She didn't want. She didn't want to uh, sue. That was the whole thing. But uh, the, what they found out, it, this is, I, I like went down this rabbit hole. And uh, what had actually happened was she didn't want to sue. She had gotten uh, so burnt that uh, she was in a hospital like three or four days. She just wanted her hospital's baked board. Yeah. And what had happened was is they were selling coffee at like close to like 500 degrees. That's how hot the coffee was that came out. I mean, oh, and, I just told me that they were, it was coming out burnt. Yeah. it. Well, the, and also on that, what had happened was, is McDonald's did a, uh, uh, what, what do you call it? Uh, fuck. What does Russian do all the fucking time? Propaganda. Mm-hmm. They did a propaganda campaign against this woman, how horrible she was for suing for just spilling coffee. That's why you have the idea that she just wanted a payday. And all she really did want was uh, her... Uh, uh, medical bills paid for because she was in the hospital for like days. That's the reason why. And people even nowadays, they, it, it's the stop suing of companies for negligence and everything like that. Yeah. Now you you go you scroll down and you read some of the comments on that on this article. Mm-hmm. Um. And so, uh, one guy made a comment on Christmas Day. Um. We, we won't use his name. I won't put his name out there because he's not here to sign a release. But um, this is one of the many examples that debunk the horribly flawed conventional wisdom that continues to drive incredibly dastro- or disastrous decision or the disastrous decision to privatize traditional government and public sector responsibilities. It is a myth that privatizing traditional government functions is always a good idea. Myth number one, private business will do it better. Private business's primary duty is to earn profit. When public duties are privatized, the business is not able to increase revenue. This flexibility is not available due to the legally binding terms of the contractual agreement. When expenses unexpectedly increase, the only way to protect profit is to cut the budget in in other departments, cut corners, and defer maintenance. Maintenance and repair, as in this case, is always number one on the chopping block. Myth number two is private business is always more efficient. Decisions on how the company operates are made at the executive level. This business operating plan describes how total revenue, less expenses, will fund profit margin and performance bonuses. Performance bonuses are intended to encourage efficiency. 
This company was paid the available performance bonuses, yet the troops lived in squalid conditions. Myth number three. Private companies performing traditional public sector functions will be held to a higher standard of accountability than government civil service bureaucrats. This is never what actually happens. The executives and officers of a private corporation are protected by their shareholders. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, this guy is nailing it on the head, you know, and then, like, the next comment down is, like, they were responsible for monitoring themselves. What could possibly go wrong with that scenario? And this this other guy here uh, hits really close to home. He says, are you kidding me? Navy and especially United States Marine Corps housing were the nastiest places to live when I was growing up and then active duty myself in the 70s and late 90s. The places were infested, condemned with bad water, and no recourse for service members. Then in the late 90s, they started to build good housing. Then as a cost-saving measure, they turned it over to civilians. Now it's the same garbage it was when I was five years old. Circle of life, nothing new, it just repeats. The military didn't manage its housing well for over 80 years, and now they expect civilians to do it? Funny. You know, so I mean, a lot of people are coming in, and, and they've got great takes. Um... You know, and, and what basically this amounts to is just it's a congressional pork, pro, uh, pork program. Uh, you know, the, the, the con Congress and, and the DOD looked at it and says, well, we're spending X amount of money on housing, and we're obviously not getting the job done. So they're going to bring in a private company, and over the difference of maybe a couple million dollars here and there, yeah. which... If we're talking about defense spending or, or defense spending, depending on who's in office, that's a drop in the bucket. Um, you know whether we're trying to build up the force or we're trying to downsize it because war is bad. Okay, um, and, and that's not a fair statement. It's not necessarily that war is bad. It's the fact that there are people who do operate within the confines of our government that absolutely despise the military because their 1960s and 1970s radical retreads. Their parents or grandparents, in some cases, peed in a field out in the middle of Woodstock somewhere while they were tripping balls on acid, and they don't have, any, they don't have the slightest idea as to how government works because they've been indoctrinated their entire lives to think a certain ideology in a certain way. And they claim to be open-minded when they're not, in fact, open-minded. You can be open-minded, but you can be open so open-minded to the point where your brain falls out and you cease to think for yourself and you take the talking points that are regurgitated to you over the generations by people that you've come to know and trust and, and, you, and you lose the ability to research things for yourself. You, you lose the ability to think for yourself. So all you do is you go out and you get a job in a government office or you eventually start running for, you know, for, for a public, public position. And, and God help us, you get elected to Congress. Yeah. Whether it's the Senate or the House, either on the state or the national level. And you bring these talking points that you were raised on out there with you and you try to force those beliefs and you try to force those flawed ideologies down the throats of the constituents that you've basically just now turned your back on and you try to and you and, and you stay there for years because apparently your constituents think you're doing a good job because they can they you know you figured out a way to put enough ranch dressing on the bullshit that you're shoving down their throats and you know it just these these 
it it's so it's from the bottom down. I mean, people want to say that it starts down at the bottom and you need to take care of your root system or whatever. Now, you need to go to the top. You need to start there. Who is responsible for this program? And then you just need to go down from there. And I'm not saying we need to waste millions and millions and millions of tax dollars dragging individuals in front of a congressional panel and then have nobody watch it when it's being broadcast on C-SPAN. But there needs to be at least an independent investigation. Don't leave it to the government to investigate this. At least not, not to the degree of ad nauseum that it, that it deserves. But find out who's responsible. Find out who's been pocketing that money and hold them to an account. Put their feet to the fire and, ex and, and make an example out of them. Because, and, and, and terminate this 50-year lease. That is insane. Because one one person says, yes, this is just, you know, that uh, that, that airman with the, the kid that got burned. Um, uh, d -d 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 where did his name go? Uh, Rochellen? Uh-huh. He, he, he nailed it on the head. It's basically a slap on the wrist and don't you do it again. But this is like, uh, what's really sad and fucked up, like I, I keep on saying on this, it's the third fucking time. Yeah, three if, strikes if, and you should be out. If if we were actual criminals, and this is our third strike, we're life in prison oh. in certain states. Yeah, I mean you're going away. Yeah, for at least the the extent of your original sentence, you know whether it be twenty years, thirty years, forty years, whatever. And yeah, maybe in some cases you might get life, yeah. depending on the severity of your of, of your infractions. But but it still gets me that the top of command every time you uh, uh, talk about. You know, living conditions and stuff like that. They just scruff it off. They don't investigate. They don't go, why is this happening with this way? I mean, the only thing I had was a, a leaky uh, uh, AC unit. And we had to have somebody go in and uh, they, they eventually uh, fixed it. It was just the drain had get, gotten clogged. They fixed it. Yeah. But this is civil engineering. These are new barracks. They don't want them to ruin and everything like that. It's like... When you get a shiny car and it looks all nice and everything like that, and eventually you just, you're just like, oh, it's got a couple of dings. Fuck it. Yeah, I mean, it's. <sighs> I would feel really bad on the uh, Marine side, really, because they always get the shit dirt of everything, anyways. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, mean, I, I, I couldn't even imagine. How I mean, it would probably be, uh, it'd probably end up uh, like uh, living in a freaking, uh, what are those things in Rio? The, uh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. The shacks. Like the, the shack, yeah. The, yeah. the shack Well, towns? basically shady the gate. Towns? You know, it's, uh, uh, shackle it towns? Shack towns, yeah. Shackle towns, something like that. Yeah. Shanties. Shanties. There, there we, we go. go. Woohoo, look at us. We get knowledge. Use your words. Me use word, but um, this is uh, this is sad. This is the first one we decided to do the first of the year, but it needed to be said. It needed to be come up. Uh, I'd probably I'm, I might uh, talk to Ronnie Jackson if we get that interview. That's yeah, I, to contact them. and that's yeah, and that's one thing. Um, if we do get to talk to him, and, and stuff like this, the, your best uh, your best bet is talk to your congressman. Yeah, and. And hopefully your congressman isn't a shitbag and or 
owns shares in that company and just shoves them underneath the rug. I mean, this this goes way beyond um, any kind of. Um, that was me. Um, no, we had like three watches. I don't know if we have. No. Well, I know I'm watching. Charles it's, McCormick. Who is that? Uh, it's a spammer. Oh, okay. Sometimes uh, to get their uh, uh, stuff going and everything like that, they'll spam up. So you have to click on their stuff and look at gotcha. their stuff. Now, yeah, it, it, you know, emails and, and text messages and phone calls and all that is it, burning down the phone boards and stuff like the switchboards is is all well and good in the twenty first century. But we need to get like an honest to god letter writing campaign, like people putting pen to paper and buying the postage and sticking an envelope in a mailbox and just wearing people out. Yeah. Because anymore nowadays, you know, it used to be like companies and, and Congress people would get tons of mail and a lot of it wouldn't go unread. Now, if you get mail, like a handwritten envelope, self-addressed envelope, you done fucked up. You, you, you want to read that because it's like, Wow. I mean, because it's easy to hit the delete function. They paid to send this motherfucker here. Yeah. I mean, like, somebody took time out of their day to handwrite this without spell check and all that other good crap. I can still use Google. Well, yeah, you can still type it out on a Word document and then just copy it down. But Yeah. That's not, you know, obviously. That's still that. messed up. <laughs> but, that's really sad. But you're still taking the time to go through the steps and, and, and just talk to your Congress people. And say, hey, look, I mean, I know that as far as the DOD is concerned, this supposedly had been handled, but th this needs to be readdressed because there are lives that are being affected, careers that are being railroaded in some cases, where people have, you know, permanent respiratory damage or permanent uh, circulatory damage or, you know, they're coming down with cancer or, you know, God forbid somebody dies because, you know, they they inhale mold or asbestos without knowing it. And, and it, somebody just, oh, well, I took care of that, wink, wink. And then as, you know, they're getting like a two $3,000 bonus at the end of the quarter. Yeah. It, People that do that, I mean, I understand that they exist. I understand that there's people in this world that, that operate like that. But it's, 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 it's reprehensible. It really is. It's, it really speaks to the depravity that our society has sunk to. Yeah. And you really have to start questioning yourself as to... your, you know, voting practices. Like, are the people that, you voting, that you're voting to put into office of different levels, whether it be from mayor on up, it doesn't matter. This, this is an issue that needs to be brought up. And it can't be just passively, you know, kind of dismissed with some kind of platitude or, you know, pre-approved uh, pre, uh, pre talking point. I mean, this is something that needs to be talked about in depth. 
Because whether or not you choose to like our military, whether or not you choose to respect our military, or anything like that, the families and the service members that sacrifice so much for our security and our way of life, and I'm talking about the pure, basic concept of Americanism, you know, freedom of, you know, speech, freedom to, you know, bear arms, mom's apple pie, baseball, the whole nine yards, okay, the, the purest form of Americana that there, you know, there is, that's, that's what's being secured by these families and by these service members. And we're going to sit there and put them in basically what amounts to is... A shady town. We already said it. Yeah. I mean, it's a shanty. It, dude, it's it's crap. I mean, the only... <laughs> Sorry. Doink. <laughs> like, ding dong. Sorry, faithful listeners. But <laughs> I can just... I can see somebody ripping their air bo- you know, their AirPods out. <laughs> oh, God. What was that? And it started bleeding and everything. <laughs> right. And then we're held liable. Or... or, 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 or um, Maria just swerving off on the road again. God. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because, yeah, because it's going to cause the subwoofers in her truck to bottom out. And Yeah, anyways, sorry. No, we're not going to go there. <laughs> um, she's going to be like, ooh, oh, you know, and she's got like a, a 65 foot Especially trailer. with this wind. She was, huh. oh, we, were, we were talking, and she's not, uh, from what she said, she's like, as soon as the wind go, uh, dies down a little bit, she's going to uh, take more uh, uh, drives, and she has it a little bit to where she can still pay on everything, but she was like, yeah, this wind is just freaking ridic- ridic- uh, ridiculous. Ridiculous. Thank you. Enunciate your words there, guy. I know. Dyslexia. It's, it's, all, it's all in the lips. La, 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 la. Scotch, 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 you yeah. You do not want to know what I was thinking when I when you did that. That was just. It's weird. all about relaxing the throat. Okay. Opening the throat, relaxing the jaw. Yeah. All the power derives from your lips. Yes, I've seen Super Troopers too. <laughs> <laughs> I love that movie. Oh man! But enough about your shenanigans. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. I fucked your mother. Um. If you haven't seen Super Troopers, shame on you. If Go you educate yourself. Super Troopers 2, shame on you. Yeah, that's true, too. Because yeah, that one's actually pretty good, too. What was the one? Uh, I forget what it was called. Brewfest, I think it was. Or yeah. Beer Fest, something like that. It was the one. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Anyway, that one was actually pretty good, too. Yeah. Yeah, I like that one. Kind of pissed. That, uh, they, have a, they have a TV show now about the fire department. Yeah, Tacoma FD. Yeah. Yeah. That's freaking hilarious, too. I think at its heart, it's, it is a broken lizard thing because it's the guy that played Farva and the guy that played. Um, no, it, it, it is because uh, the guy that directs it is the. Uh, the Ram I, Horn. Yeah. Yeah. Who is wants to go Andy? for a mustache ride? <laughs> oh, I do, I do. Um, Everybody likes the mustache ride. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Maria, keep, we, we had we, we damn it, rabbit, get in that car. Normally, on any other day, I'd be I'd be right alongside of you riding this, but we are under the gun. We have to do our jobs right. No, what's really sad is me and Maria. After a while, we'd end up uh, uh, TikTok 
sending stuff through TikTok and everything like that, messed up uh, TikTok videos and everything. There was one who's like, I found you a, man, uh, a woman. She's like, why does not a guy want to sit? Uh, want me to sit on his face that has a beard? I'm like, I swear to God, I'm going to the bank and I'm I'm gonna make a couple of deposits. Uh, uh, I'm gonna sell some children. <laughs> she goes up. She goes up. She's like, damn. You know, it's funny. Um, my fiance sent me a text message a couple weeks ago. Mm -hmm. Apparently, unvaccinated sperm can go for as much as $10,500 an ounce. Give me a week. I can give you a gallon. How much, is, how much would that be? Now I'm curious. I've, I've said something really ridiculous, and now I'm curious about it. I'm really curious. Uh... Ounces to gallons conversion. So, one fluid ounce is seven. Not by um, would it be by, by volume? I don't know. One, I'm shooting blanks. I got fixed. By the way, eleven years ago. By the way. If if you think about uh, gasoline, it's two point three gallons. I don't know why, but you know, uh, sixty four ounces. So we're looking at. Oh, Are you actually googling how many ounces of semen it takes to make a gallon? Yes. So we got sixty four, and you said it's about ten thousand times. 10,000. Eh, you're looking at about 640,000. So, nice cup of change for just a couple of things of whack a mole. See, I can do that. I'm not vaccinated. And, and, and See, not only are you looking at the possible implosion of your balls. But you're looking at nerve damage. You're looking at... Well, you space it out, man. That's why I said give you me a week. You said give you a week. Yeah, give me a week. You understand that it takes 24 hours for your nuts to regenerate the sperm necessary. Yeah. Okay. You also got to understand that I'm fucking superhuman, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. I can do it. Well, at least sure. in, my, in, in the small privacy of my mind, I believe I can do it, which I probably can't do it. So we're just going to go on the factor of that. So anyways, folks, and <laughs> on that note, uh, I guess we can close this out for today. Uh, yeah. Um. <laughs> do we have anything else? I mean, we're going to do nerd, um, nerd sports is going to be tomorrow because I potentially will be out for most of the week because of work. Um, and I'll go over that with you off camera. But um, let me see here. Hold on, just God, that was really good coffee. Even without the creamer that I use.
creamery just makes it all kind of sparkly and gives me jigglies. I'm not going to comment surely due to the fact that you were just talking about donating a gallon of jizz. Fair enough. Fair enough, sir. Okay, so, um, dude, our, our, our picks for this week, it, not, not to spoil anything, but... Um, we could have made a small fortune? No. 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 Now, on the Chiefs and the Cowboys, yeah, because we had those dead on. The Lions beat the Packers today. How the fuck did that happen? The Jaguars beat the Colts. Jesus. The Vikings beat the Bears. Um, the Browns beat the Bengals. And right now, the 49ers and Rams are still playing. Um, and it's tied 24-all with 27 or 26 seconds left. By the way, i got to clear my browser history on both my fucking things. Anyways. <clears throat> wow, dude. Okay. Um, uh, let's, let me uh, see here. Uh, I'm not sure what this score was. Um, the Dolphins are beating the Patriots. Um, how, many, how many things are playing right now? 49ers and the Rams are about to go tie. This is right. No, the 49ers and Rams are tied at 24 apiece. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, I know that we're kind of getting over into some, some of our nerd sports stuff for tomorrow. Yeah. But, yeah, tomorrow is going to be a fun day to go over all of our NFL stuff because, one, it's the season finale. For the it's the the regular season finale today. Yeah, this is the today. last week of it. Um, and I mean, it's the playoff picture, which we thought was set, is still evolving, and it's it's kind of funny. Um, but anyways, peoples. I'm David Dickerman. I'm Johnny Skelton. And thank you for watching. And uh, pick us up next week. We'll probably do this again next week, hopefully. We can do it live. If anything, it'll be recorded. Yeah. Yeah, in front of a live studio audience. <clears throat> Maybe. No. Okay. Look at a dog. <laughs> well, I'll have, my, I'll have my boys. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So. Okay. There we go.